Hey there, and welcome to the Second Lunch Podcast. This is episode seven, amazingly. We decided to keep episode six. Uh, if you listen to episode six, you may have realized we were we didn't black out, but we had to wait wait around a little bit before we recorded that one, and our beer didn't make it uh, to the studio, <laughs> but uh, we barely did. I like the idea of clarifying we didn't black out. I just don't remember anything. <laughs> That's a very alcoholic way of describing. I wasn't blacked out. I just have literally no memories. Uh, but we're back. Uh, Brussels, I hope you're still with us through five episodes at least at this point. Yeah, Brussels numbers say you us. are. I have no idea who you are, but I love you very much. Um, got some fun stuff to talk about today. I just got back from Arizona. Uh, I was visiting my grandfather. Um, I got very sunburned. I was in the sun for about eight seconds. I mean, that's their chief export, is <laughs> sunburns. <laughs> instantly started melting. And the worst part was uh, I was at, at Brewer's Spring Training. Nice. And we had a seat in the shade, but Katie didn't want to sit in the seat in the shade because we had Kendall and she kind of she wanted to like go out in the grass because she doesn't get sunburned instantly like I do. <laughs> Too Irish for the sun. And I put sunscreen on my face, but I'm not just going to plop sunscreen in my very thinning hair. Now, I was also expecting to be sitting in the shade, but what wound up happening is I essentially got a second hairline of a sunburn outline right where my hairline kind of is. I like the idea of your face being like a firecracker popsicle where the top (laughs) third is now red. (laughs) Well, there's so much acreage on the forehead that I swear it attracts the sun, like the color black, you know what I mean? Like it's it's begging for... No matter what seat in the car you're sitting in, the sun is on your head, (laughs) possibly. It's like the eyes uh, in a painting following me all the time. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I got a really badly sunburned scalp, and it was extremely noticeable. You could see where the sunscreen ended and where the scalp burn began. So, anyway, I'm expecting... There wasn't a gradient on that. It was just a stark (laughs) jump. (laughs) I'm expecting in the next couple days to peel off my entire scalp. (laughs) Sort of looking like the flag of Poland here. Just (laughs) half red, half white. Polish and proud. Uh, So, yeah... Arizona was fun, though. Uh, One bad thing about Arizona, because I'm an eternally sweaty guy anyway, in in re-putting on sunscreen. I'm I'm not sure if you guys at home can see how hairy I am. For those listening, I'll say it's somewhere between a gorilla and Robin Williams. It's (laughs) too much. It's entirely too much. So putting on sunscreen on something like that is a bitch, because as soon as I put it on my arms, the hair just absorbs it. It doesn't, I'm not even sure it ever touches the skin. Yeah. Lotion is like a non-option. Yeah. It's just getting caught up. Yeah. Actually putting sunscreen on my arms is a complete waste of time. Unless I walk out and they're like completely white, like a lifeguard's nose or something. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) just wear sleeves at that point. Uh, So the hair's not doing me any favors, but the body hair has always been an issue me my entire life when i turned 18 my parents as a graduation gift got me laser hair removal just thinking about you buddy because <laughs> that is how offensive my body hair <laughs> got you in situation mind. is i had a laser back hair removal 13 times still got it <laughs> do you know what that means that means my back hair is more powerful than lasers 13 of them that's NASA grade. That's military grade back hair. 
That is impressive stuff. See, I mean, I would rather have your setup than mine, which is where on my back they'll just be splotches. Like it's like Pangea broke up back there, and it's like <laughs> there's just swaths of ocean between. Like, oh. oh, is that Serbia over there? So, and it's not like a fine amount of hair when it pops up. It's just like a tuft. Like, very much, you know, I'm thinking basically NHL mascot here. <laughs> well, the worst part about my body hair is, I don't know, I might be being picky here because I already have it and, you know, the grass is always greener. But mine's like, my body hair is like straight. It's not curly, which I feel like would look cooler. Who, who, what was it, Burt Reynolds? <laughs> I I think there are areas though where that would be very strange like if i saw a bunch of curly hair sitting on like somebody's trap i'd be like what the fuck's going on <laughs> yeah you gotta shave that. i think it works if it's on a chest different deal on your knee <laughs> it bothers me when people say back hair is gross too like i i can't help it yeah, I mean, that's far beyond your You probably control. got a wonky fucking nipple, you piece of shit. Fuck <laughs> off. You're going to body shame me. We all got something gross. I like how your response to being body shamed instead of <laughs> taking the high road is <laughs> not even to body shame something you know. Like, we're just making blind assumptions. Something under the shirt. No idea. <laughs> All right, I think it's time for some Tinderella questions. <laughs> Seamless transition. Let's. Oh yeah, it's going to be perfect. They won't even know I cut it. <laughs> so, this first one I definitely want to ask because I know you've got something in mind. Have you ever been so drunk that you ate French fries that weren't yours? <laughs> oh man, I fr I was really drunk when I thought of uh, this question and ironically eating French fries. This is written vaguely enough to. Leave a lot of suspicion as to whose French fries they were. <laughs> uh, well, I think that is the key. A complete strangers. This happened when I was managing the Comedy Underground. I was 22. I was not yet on my brain medications to make me not psychotic. Mm. Uh, so, different, kind of a different Chris. I'm not going to say I wouldn't still do it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this was a little bit of a different guy. I can write this off. I can blame this earlier sure, version. Sure, if you're offended by this, then it was because I was insane. And uh, <laughs> if you're not, I don't care. Anyway, uh, I used to drink at work <laughs> a lot. I used to walk in to the, like, cooler, the giant, like, walk-in cooler and just take a six-pack of Rainier out and crush it, like, during the early show. Yeah. Kind of like an Andre the Giant pregame. Yeah, out of, out of control, frankly. Um, and so there was one night where I had uh, a woman I was going to college with come to one of my shows. Had a great set. Celebrated with a little bit of a shot of tequila. We started talking, like, we're going to go back to her place. Sweet, that's worth celebrating. A couple more shots of tequila. She wasn't really a drinker, so she didn't drink. So I had to take her shots. I think we see how this ends. I, no other alternative. I too. literally whiffed going in for a kiss, like walking <laughs> her to her car. <laughs> if anybody should have been walking anybody to anybody's car, actually, she should have just gotten me an Uber at that point. This man's got to go home. <laughs> but instead, I just went back to work. And, uh, yeah, I, I actually wound up sleeping in Pioneer Square that night. 
for like a couple minutes before somebody else came and picked me up. But like on the ground in Pioneer Square, I was so sick. Yeah, I mean, sleeping for like a week after that. As somebody that's publicly drunkenly passed out before there are levels to this so to speak there not all minutes sleeping in public are created equally and i would say pioneer square is certainly some higher that's eight hours it's it's like some interstellar shit on this planet 10 minutes is a lifetime feels that way Uh, oh man so yeah anyway that night i ate i ate the french fries off of Everybody had left, I thought. Everybody had left the showroom, I thought. But in the Comedy Underground, when you're in the back, you can't see the corners because it's like kind of a narrow, not narrow, but like a hallway, and then it opens up a bit. And so there's corners in there. You couldn't really see people were left. If you were a good manager, you would have known. But anyhow, I I was sitting in the back, and I saw somebody's almost – I'm not going to say it was untouched. To me, it looked untouched. Plate. You were going to touch it. You were going to get touched. Oh, I touched it. (laughs) And myself. Anyway, so I went straight for the fries and realized what I was doing. I was eating somebody's, like, food that they didn't want to finish. And I said to myself out loud, oh, how the mighty have fallen. (laughs) And these people were walking past me. And I – I like because they were leaving and I didn't realize that they were there and I just I, I still can't help but wonder what they must have thought of this man drunken this they man probably... that sat them drunkenly sitting by himself eating food that was clearly not his because it was in one of those like dish trays that the servers go oh so it had already migrated like into the, <laughs> the halfway house of garbage yeah. basically yeah it was on top it's, it was on top. I didn't take any plates it, off. The of plate it. wasn't upside down. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, maybe I, I got I sick could, from that. That's just now hitting me. Maybe it wasn't sleeping on the ground in Pioneer Square. It might have been. Yeah, this is a correlation causation issue. I was sick. I've never been that sick before. Yeah, I'm sure that that what those you said. What did those people think? They thought exactly what it was, which is, oh, this guy's narrating his own demise. <laughs> you know, this uh, is this is yeah. somebody. This is <laughs> tales from the brink, <laughs> but it's live. Have you ever eaten French fries that weren't yours, or food that wasn't yours? Oh, I mean. I've absolutely committed some burger thefts, you know, when you've just got a sack of burgers and you're like, mm, I'm pretty sure I can get away with like a junior bacon cheese on the slide. Like, what? What situation is this happening in that there's just burgers around? Well, Mike can- somebody that over purchases food every time he gets an opportunity. And over t- <laughs> he actually, one time we were at uh, Ray's Boathouse in Ballard, or no, we were at Anthony's and uh, it, it was actually just him and my brother and my dad ordered two entrees and because of the way the man looks and because of that fucking bananas maneuver they immediately were like keep an eye on that guy he's gonna dine and dash (laughs) oh god but luckily my friend worked there (laughs) and he was like no he's not gonna dine and dash in fact he's gonna tip pretty well but uh you're definitely gonna want to make him another crown and seven we just fucking got one (laughs) just keep coming every 15 minutes If you ever make one and have an extra, I'll buy it. But uh, so yeah, I mean, I but stealing French fries from a stranger, no. I think that my fear of public judgment, basically like you were describing, would have probably prevented that move. By that a was hair. the thing. I thought I was alone. That was the worst part about it. I mean, I didn't care in the moment, but now looking back on it, I'm actually amazed. I remember it to be completely honest. You never, you've never walked past like. Some nachos were like half the mountain hadn't been. 
I look like somebody that's already had enough of their own nachos <laughs> that I don't need I, to be. You think I don't look that way? I don't I'm, need to be converting personal are you stuff. Are trying into to say the, I look like the guy who's going for somebody else's spare nachos? I, well, I'm just saying if this is Monopoly and community chest is nachos, I got to stay away, man. I, gotta, <laughs> I cannot be involved. And I certainly can't be the one making the call that it's community chest. <laughs> I don't get to. Somebody skinnier than me has to decide <laughs> these nachos belong to the greater good. <laughs> That's so too relatable. I, I, I cannot make that conversion. It's like when it's like the last slice of pizza, right? A lot of people can eat it. I can't eat it. Yeah, no. which is funny because my BMI is too high. If anybody should eat it, it's me. I'm the hungriest. See, I look like I'm the guy that ate the other seven to even get us down to a last slice. <laughs> I cannot then commit the final pizza oh, crime. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not the only one who thinks that way because I'm eyeballing it, you know, but I know can't be me yeah there's three pizzas there's 24 slices there's five people there you think i haven't already run these numbers on average number was a slight 4.8 all right <laughs> let's see if i can sneak a sixth <laughs> oh man what was the question even are we on tinderella questions Is that what yeah we, we are we are this was about french fries so oh, classic yeah so since we're talking about food i do want to jump to the third question which is uh <laughs> Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> oh, man. Here's the thing. This this could be the entire episode. <sighs> I'm going to say no. Good. Only because the, the bun is attached. If the bun detaches, your hot dog just became a sandwich. See, for me... To me, it's one of those things that's more of a logical, like, think about it sort of things where, you know, there's a reason tomato's not in your fruit salad, okay? Even if it technically passed the bar of a definition of a sandwich, it's still not a sandwich. And the reason I know that is because if somebody asked you, do you want a sandwich? And you said, yeah, and this version of yourself is not going to ask what kind of sandwich. Just <laughs> ignore that gap in the plot, but... Then they bring you a hot dog. You would say, what the fuck is this? Oh, yeah. I thought and you were going to bring me a sandwich. And they go, yeah, a hot dog is a sandwich. You would say, then why didn't you just say, do you want a hot dog? Like, no, logically. No sandwich place has hot dogs. And no hot dog place I've ever seen has anything other than hot dogs. So, No, most of the places that are slinging hot dogs are, you know, your fast food joints, your, your Sonics, your things like that where. Does Sonic exist? I've never seen one. Yeah, I feel like that's one of those meat grade issues. Like, you know how there's no Dairy Queens in Seattle City Limits? Because they're they're whacking up some uh, grade D beef they can't legally be in the Seattle. At least that's always been the urban legend. But yeah, there's none in Seattle proper. What? Yeah. At least last I checked. I mean, we could have got loose. Dairy. Loose on our burger, burger crimes. Dairy Queen should maybe stop focusing so much on the dairy and... I'm just saying, there's a reason the Hamburglar works for Mickey D's. Because if, he's like, I don't want to work for this place. <laughs> I like that he considered it, though. It's, it's illegal to even make this burger here. Stealing is then no fun. <laughs> the crime is in the... It's a, the thrill is in the act itself. I like the theory of illegal burgers. I think that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, and not for any reason. It's not like they were cooked without a food permit. No, they're inherently sinister. From cradle to grave. How can a burger be illegal? 
Like, are you, like, demanding citizenship papers? <laughs> <laughs> and then telling the per- No, you can live here, but you just not in Seattle. You have to go to Enumclaw. <laughs> like, that's the way that goes. You want to be a burger in this town. Mr. Hands. <laughs> you got to get on the light rail and go as far as it'll take you. Even the light rail's like, we're not going to fucking Enumclaw. <laughs> And I'm certainly not dropping you off at the DQ. <laughs> yeah, that's on you. Uh, <clears throat> all right, if you had to be mauled to death by an animal, which one would it be? Can you guess? Are, are you bear. bear. Definitely bear. Getting If you got mauled to death thing? by like some kind of cat that isn't, let's say, a tiger or like Even if it was a bobcat. I think people don't really understand how big bobcats actually are, so somebody would be like, He's fat. He couldn't fucking get away. Bobcats. Oh, you're saying people are understating. So you want to just get fucked up by the biggest. Anytime you've ever heard of somebody getting mauled by a bear, you're like, it's a raw deal, brother. Snake eyes, huh? (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty rock and rock and roll. Yeah, that's a hard one to top. Uh, I don't know about what I want to get mauled by. I want to get killed by a poison dart frog because (laughs) everybody's talking a huge game about poison dart frogs, and I. Name me one guy that's been taken out, you know. You can name people taken out by bears. Shit, I could name a guy taken out by a stingray. Nobody getting killed by poison dart frogs. I'm trying to elevate them on the food chain. I'm trying to put their name on the map a little bit more. What do you owe them? Why are you trying to do this them favor? Oh, I'm getting mauled to death in this scenario, (laughs) Chris. What's the purpose? Oh, because they're dope. Okay. Yellow and black. I mean, shit, dude. If I see an electric blue, I'm like, this poison dart frog, if it wasn't busy sending me into anaphylactic shock, I would say it should be the mascot for a baseball team. If we're going to die with a purpose. Oh, there's uh, no purpose. Then I guess Orca, just so people know how fucking stupid they are. Fucking hate Orca. Oh, see, see, I'm trying to show how cool this thing is. I'm trying to take Look, it killed that big old fat guy. See, you're trying to, like, politically. I hate him. This is. (laughs) <laughs> it's like a WikiLeaks thing where you're like, look what it did to him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm going poison dart frog. I'm going to go with a pack of otters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're getting silly. <laughs> Let's get back on track here. Do you like the smell of your own farts or not? You see, I don't think this is something people want to admit. I'm not going to say I like it, but it does strike me with pride sometimes you know what i mean like every once in a while you you, you let one go and you're like wow i mean either my body is in distress or it's it's trying to t- it's trying to communicate yeah i find me. things more worrying these days than <laughs> anything. Yeah. like oh I, that just reminds me i was thinking we went through a little bit of turbulence on the flight back from arizona oh that wasn't a euphemism okay <laughs> it reminded me of how I think might have been the last episode we're talking about, like having a spook heart attack, like just oh yeah, even a scary movie might take me. <gasps> I was like, Jesus, turbulence <laughs> might fucking do it. I like how what made you think of that too is the caliber of fart we're describing. <laughs> in theory, that could give you a shock death. <laughs> <laughs> That's my exact last facial expressions. <laughs> so I yeah. assume it's a yes for you. It's a yes for me, but again, kind of coming back to the prior thing with uh, having a four-pet household, you know, (laughs) the joy of farting has been diminished. It's an oversaturation of content. It's like superhero movies. You know, I see this shit every fucking day. I'm tired of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I'm tired of cat farts. (laughs) My own personal prison. (laughs) Okay. 
What's the best Wi-Fi name you've ever seen? And this is it for Tinderella. Uh, when I was living in Bothell, somebody had changed their Wi-Fi name to FBI surveillance van. And I thought that was really funny. I also stopped looking at porn on Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> they had me going for a yeah, little bit there. I was like, oh, that's funny. Or it's real. My two favorites are, my brother's is just waifu, which I think is funny. But uh, I also saw one that was fart fart. Not fart, but fart fart. Um, and I, I don't know. There's a beauty in the simplicity. I it's, have a bunch it's of- It's uh, repetition. I have a bunch of different names for my, uh, God, why can't I think of what they're called? Those testicles. Google. <laughs> just two names. I what was what, what those like Google things you plug into your TV and like cast to Chromecast oh cr- yeah yep because you know that those like appear with Wi-Fi names for other people so one of mine is Fuck Dungeon mm. and <laughs> um see this is like the name Grum too many <laughs> U's it just sounds it's an, there's an ugliness to those vowels oh uh, that was also like my contact like if people were like oh what's your address i would just send that and it was fuck dungeon as well oh now i re- see that rang a bell <laughs> like, i know fuck dungeon Get to laugh about 60 percent of the I think time i met that so. guy <laughs> <laughs> yo soy fuck dungeon <laughs> which translates to i soy fuck dungeon. <laughs> uh Oh, God. I don't know if we cut that or leave that in. <laughs> I so saw fuck dungeon wife. <laughs> so uh, I like that you translated one of the words and it wasn't even the one that needs. Well, that I was immediately channeling the Chris Farley, I am. El Nino. <laughs> yeah. Which is Spanish for the Nino. <laughs> God damn it. All right, Chris, we've got 30 minutes. So let's get into the get off my lawn story here. Oh my god, I hate my fucking neighbors, is basically what it is. Mm. I live in an apartment, apparently, for too long. It's been, like, 12 years? I've lived in an apartment now, and we're finally moving out, and it is about fucking time, because I never had a problem with my neighbors until the last couple years. I'm just sick of every fucking thing they do. We have this one neighbor, he's the second closest to the garbage chute. He will just take his garbage and leave it outside his door. It drives me fucking insane. Every time I see it, I take the bag of garbage and I lead it up against the front door. So when he opens it, it falls in on him. It fucking pisses me off. I've told you about Smokey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This yeah. fucking lady. <laughs> you, when you write, you write. This fucking lady. Every time. I, there's like nobody in my building I see. I don't like know anybody in my building. I've lived there for three years. I never really see anybody. At least half the time I leave my apartment, I run into Smokey because she's coming or going from smoking and it drives me nuts yeah uh, that one see when you describe that it makes me think about like the cocaine birds or something like you know when you're per- person that's up until four or five and six in the morning like what is i don't even story? like even her voice and she always says like the same things to me she never has a dog on a leash she never has her little fucking dog named roxanne of course it's named roxanne on a leash and she every time i walk past her she like oh, oh, oh like was like oh i'm sorry hold on let me pick her up like just have her on a fucking leash. How yeah. many times are we going to do this dance? Oh, let me pretend to worry about the scenario I created. And then she says, oh, he's not going to do anything. 
But that's not the point. What if my dog does something? This You're not realizing how you're affecting other people here. Yeah. So I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> and then she sits outside just on the curb when she like she'll she'll smoke outside for like 30 minutes and she'll just sit there watching YouTube videos on full volume. This is right outside my fucking window or talking, ta- holding her phone and talking on speak. Hold it to your fucking ear. Nobody yeah. needs to hear your conversation. Anyway, I start to hate all my neighbors. There's this one guy in particular. I was the first person in my building to have a white Mustang. And then right after I moved in, another guy got one, and another guy got one. I refuse to believe that's a coincidence. No, that's a glitch in the Matrix. Those guys aren't even real. <sighs> one the of programming real. code for the hotel. One of them's real, and he loves to rev his engine at like 1 in the morning just to wake up my infant child. Sits out there and fucking revs his engine, dude. And I finally went down there and was like, dude, you have to stop. And you know what was really annoying about it? He's really nice. <laughs> Here I am trying to hate this fucking guy, and he's nice. <clears throat> anyway, so that's what that's about. We're probably going to have to cut it. It was just me being angry. <laughs> it's not even like Lewis Black funny angry. I was just mad. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, I can't add much to it because- Oh my God, we didn't even talk about my upstairs neighbor. He's making <laughs> noise at all hours. Just an eternal noise. Yeah. I don't even understand what some of the noises like are. Permanently assembling bunk How beds. How could you possibly use a hammer that much? And why at one in the morning? It's just Jeffrey Dahmer stuff, is what I keep thinking. I'm waiting for the blood to drip through the ceiling. <laughs> so it has been three and a half months since Kendall was born, and Katie and I have not yet done the deed uh again obviously and i want to i'm also not gonna pressure her into it her body's still recovered dude i was there and i don't want to get graphic here but some things changed in the process have you ever pulled apart a grilled cheese like this, you know? Yeah, I'm afraid to answer yes based on the lead. Anyway, it was kind of like that. Mm. And the doctors were working on her for a while afterwards because she hemorrhaged because it was fucking gnarly. And I don't know. I still haven't seen it. I'm pretty sure it probably wasn't put back together the same way I remember seeing it. But she... It's like riding a bike. She keeps wanting to have sex, but she's not on birth control right now. And every time she's like, you want to go... Uh, I'm like, oh, fuck Yeah. But she wants another kid. That's what this whole thing is about. She's just trying to trick me into another fucking baby. Appreciate the one you have right now. Why do we have to do this? (laughs) I also like the idea. I mean, if I were to trick Chris into doing anything, I would use sex. But how perfect (laughs) that her exact need lines up with exactly what Chris wants the most. It's not like you're using sex with Chris to like get a Thanksgiving dinner made where you're like, how do I... Use how do I factor this into the equation? No, if anything, I'm the one being withholding. Like I, I'm gonna start getting stuff out of her. Shoes on the other foot. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not good, especially because I'm not good at not having sex if somebody asks. So, <laughs> well, eventually. this is okay. Now I've got a follow up question to this because it fits in nicely. You wanted to talk about fear boners. Now, does your fear of a second child does that? You know, this seems oh like it could. God. So fear boners are weird because it's a little bit of a misnomer. It's like not a fear boner 
to me, I think this is the the common understanding of the term. Oh, is like con- consult the dictionary. Is is when, uh, like somebody too attractive for you wants to have sex with you, and your cock's kind of not working with you. Like it shouldn't really be called a fear boner because it's just not a boner. Yeah, you just basically got called up to the major leagues yeah. on short notice. <laughs> yeah, and your dick's like. Eh. We're not going to waste any blood on this. I think this is fake news. Yeah. <laughs> this can't be real. He's this... just cranking it a third time yeah. on a Tuesday. Again. Yeah, there's something suspicious about this person wanting to have sex with you. And so, yeah, that's that's a fear boner to me. <laughs> I was just wondering if you were familiar with fear boners. No, no. I mean, I was, I was, this is like build a better baseball player. I was thinking of it in far more naive terms where it's just like, <laughs> I'm on the train tracks and I hear it coming and I'm like, whoo. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of like, I, for me, there are certain things I can crank it to and certain things I can't. Like, there has to be a realm of possibility for me to be able to do it. So you're talking about the realm of possibility for imagination. Are you Amish? Are you cranking it off of the old imagination here? Yeah. Sometimes. You can't go porn all the time, dude. It'll it'll frig your brain up. Oh, I mean, my brain is frigged up. I mean... <laughs> what? You've this never is... jerked it to Katie's mom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. Oh, you're saying my brain's frigged up. Okay, well, hat on a hat. Uh, <laughs> we're already there, Dad. Yeah, I don't know. It's good. It's also weird thinking thinking about how all that works anyway. Like, if you're watching something on your phone, you're not really... Like, you're literally getting off to a telephone. In reality. I know. AT&T's fucking sick. <laughs> sweet technology. Fucking Ma Bell uh, figured it out. I could get better surface in Spokane, but other than that, it's, it's pretty sexy. X-Hamster's coming through loud and clear. <laughs> Turns out I was connected to my Bluetooth in the living room. <laughs> That's the other thing. Brains are crazy. Like, you can think about something so much that it makes you fucking come. Your own brain. You're jerking it to your own brain. <laughs> Since I couldn't empathize fully with fear boners, I understood. I understood. You've never had a situation like that. I don't have that many sexual memories. No, I've got a lot. Yeah, see? I mean, you're over here. You're but it's a also good... weird, dude. Like, I get what I look like. I don't think I'm a bad-looking guy for what's going on here. But not everybody's interested in this. The not everyone's down to clown. The percentages are much lower than whatever Hot Jake's doing. <laughs> But I guess because I'm funny, like I don't know what I don't know what it is, but I keep I way out punt the coverage. You've seen Katie; she's way too hot for me. That it's not that's not the first time that happened, right? Uh, but Katie's the most beautiful. She does listen, so I don't know why I was looking at the and camera. Ashley, if you're listening, just know I'm not sleeping with anybody else. I'm just on Wikipedia. <laughs> All right, this was this is a topic though that we can absolutely come to agreement on, which is. Uh, what is it girl scout season is it girl scout cookie season oh my fucking god dude i was at the store last week and i was walking towards the exit and i saw some folks and wound up not being girl scouts but i saw people standing in front of the store with a purpose and like people like trying to not look at them on their way in so i was like i'm going to the other exit right and thank god there's nobody there but Girl Scouts stress me out, dude. Every time I see, I will try to avoid them, even though they are selling something that I want. I don't like that they are presuming that they got me right away. 
Yeah. Yeah, they basically see you like your dollar signs. Exactly. Yeah. See, you're you're the bachelor Treat party me like walking a person. Woo me. <laughs> see, the thing that would always kill me is I always want to get them, and I don't even know if the times have changed because I'm so anxious about it that I refuse <laughs> to talk to another Girl Scout. It's been like six years, but they're they're cash only, and it's like, again, I'm. Can the Girl Scouts get a square card reader? I am just not prepared. <laughs> I came in here to buy 96 beers, okay? And I was certainly not going to do that with cash. <laughs> like, me buying three racks of Coors Banquet means I have no money. I'm buying cigarettes on credit, okay? I've written a post-dated check for weed before. I do not have cash on me. Bought Thank a you. Logo with Coors. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm very thankful that most modern grocery stores have two doors so that I can go to the other one only to find that they've staked out both of them. No. They've got both of them on lock. That should be illegal. I like for all the crimes that we could propose that the first one targets like a small girls charity organization. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, first we got to stop cheese curds through windows and then Right. And then child arson, and then. <laughs> child arson? You mean burning children? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, Chris, I'm getting sloppy here. Sloppy Joe, slop, sloppy so, Joe. I'll set you up for this next one to the best of my ability. Since we're talking about Girl Scout cookies, I feel like that plays really well with just being in Wisconsin, what it means to have family from wisconsin okay <clears throat> yeah so i am not from wisconsin everybody assumes i am because i'm a big packer fan brewers bucks all that good bratwurst stuff. fat beer <laughs> all these things that are kind of synonymous with the great state of wisconsin and what i always tell people when they ask is i'm not from wisconsin but my mom is and anybody who has a mom from Wisconsin understands that even if you're not from Wisconsin, if your mom's from Wisconsin, you're from Wisconsin. That's just, it's different. Right. That's that's how you're raised. And I was trying to communicate this to my grandfather, actually. He tried to give me a beer in a glass. And I was kind of like, eh. He's like, you want a glass? I was like, I just, it doesn't, I feel like a fraud. I yeah. just give me... Put that. Put the aluminum on my lips. That's what. Give me a can. <laughs> I don't even want to drink out of a bottle. Yeah. Frankly, even that feels too classy yeah. sometimes. Koozie's as fancy as I get. Honestly, I feel like I was conceived in a bowling alley. <laughs> like not actually, but it just feels like home. You know what I mean? Like yeah. There's there's more uh, ne neon beer signs than patrons. That that type of place. Yeah. When you walk in, and the smell just reminds you of third grade, and you're like, I don't know why. I don't know why, but. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm back in elementary school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's all I had for <laughs> <laughs> As you've seen on the show, we're a fan of recurring segments, and we're going to introduce a new one today. Oh, yes. Uh, and this one is a game in which I present Chris. Oh, God. With That's the... how we decided to do it. Yeah, I think okay. so, right? All right, All right. hold uh, on. Let me stop slouching. <laughs> <clears throat> I present Chris with an idiom. What Some turn of me? phrase. 
and Chris tries to guess the etymology, the origin of the turn of phrase. So today, Chris, I'm going to ask you to guess the origin of the phrase balls to the wall. This has to be about testicles. It has to be about testicles. I don't know where the wall comes in or what the wall means. <laughs> but your testicles are slammed yeah. up against them. <laughs> okay, so it's like a person that is running so hard they're going to run through a brick wall and their balls are going to hit because they run into it instead of going through it. See, this is funny because I was thinking, of, so in the same realm, but I'm more thinking of it like a jet fighter pilot that's being, you know, the jet is being driven by a scrotum. <laughs> And as he braces for the G's, you know, the testicles just fly back. Pretty intelligent scrotum. That's yeah. <laughs> I mean, got through flight school. <laughs> what is that? So I'm right. Bottom third of his class at West Point, but he got through. Uh, no, it's not. Bottom third. Oh. So it does have to do with basically going, you know, full gear. But it's like the, I believe it's the the balls on the jet controls being pushed all the way forward for maximum speed so it does have to do with jets it does just what's happening to your testicles is secondary <laughs> why is there a wall that's not good design i mean i think that any turn of phrase will sacrifice a lot just for the rhyming like balls to the front of the aircraft just doesn't <laughs> ring well you Don't gotta, use balls. They it seems like they settled on balls first. They're like, it's gotta be something with balls so people think testicles. It was the forties, man. I mean <laughs> It's the forties, huh? Simpler time. We've talked a lot about the different things that I search on Wikipedia. And uh Sometimes what I search is just to kind of see what's on there for something very basic. So the other day I just decided to search food. <laughs> you know, what's it got to say about food? Let's let's get the skin. <laughs> it presents me with this feast image with almost dyed out colors. That oh my god, was it that one you sent me that looked like it was taken by uh, the Costco photographer? Oh yeah, like Costco somebody's last known photo. living photo. <laughs> like, oh yeah, slap that on a milk carton. Why is everything black? Who is eating a hot dog <laughs> in, a hot dark, in a dark room? <laughs> but but in that quest, I you know got down in a wormhole. Somehow I ended up on the time when the Beatles were in India. So let's jump cut over to that. Okay. And it turns out that when they went, Ringo had two suitcases with him. One suitcase with his clothes and one suitcase full of Heinz beans. <laughs> Heinz beans? Yeah. Yeah. Claims it's for a sensitive stomach, but as somebody that's at least been to Ireland and has eaten basically the same cuisine, the, uh, no food allergies what there. What the fuck are the Brits doing with beans on toast? All these fucking countries they colonized, they couldn't come back with a recipe? Jesus Christ. No, I all the food is just garbage over there. And then they wonder why we're while we're fat. Oh, cuz we have food, you pieces well, yeah, of shit. Yeah, cuz we're not le we're not living like it's still the blitz. Why do they have so much gun violence? Oh, cuz you made us think we need guns, you pieces of shit. I like the idea of them criticizing us for gun violence and me being like, "Well, you have bread in a can." So <laughs> why don't you get that sorted, huh? <laughs> they should get that sorted. <laughs> Beans on toast, man. 
He needed beans, that much beans. How long were they in India? A couple months, but... The, oh, the in that, that case, one suitcase of beans is not enough. I like how we've now, like, it, it can only, it's like a parabola. Like, you either need zero beans on this trip, or since it's two months, you need far more beans than you've planned I'm for. just thinking about having to ration the beans. It's like Uncle Dave with Mountain Dew. <laughs> like, how, how many how many cans of beans can I have in a day? Which, which, again, always begs the question that when you're rationing, what would that mean in a world with unlimited beans if Ringo is just given the keys to the bean kingdom? Is he going through, like, 14 cans a day? I get it, though. There is one cuisine that I can't get behind. Indian food. I like spicy food like spicy hot food. So, you know, Thai food, all sorts of pretty much any other Asian cuisine I'm down for. But Indian food is very, like, spicy, like spices. Spicy sits with me wrong, man. So I kind of get trying to avoid that. Yeah, if it if it sits with you wrong, because it's delicious food, but if it fucks with your stomach, it fucks with your stomach. Oh, I I, but, I don't agree with the first part either. <laughs> I don't even well, think it fucks with my stomach. I think it fucks with my tongue. Well, I've talked to you about how my dad, for years, grew pot in the basement. And, mm-hmm. and my dad, so as to not dip into his own supply... He would create this substance called grack, was what he called it, because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, it's called keef. Basically, you just take dried leaves, dried weed leaves, you rub them through the silk screen. THC powder falls through when you sift enough. And you can throw it like on top of a weed bowl, get a little bit more high. Well, Mike decided to just only smoke grack oh, because. God. He is a man of extremes and of little intelligence at times. So <laughs> not only that, but this is a person that could afford a pipe, especially like a $10 glass pipe. But what does he have? Pff, perfectly good Foster's oil can. Might as well punch a few holes in that and get some aluminum paint on the old brain wad. So he smokes the and, – and it's powder. It's a fine powder. It's not sticky like hash. It's very – it's like green tea or something. And – uh he smokes out of this oil can for like three months, and then one day, I go upstairs, my bedroom's in the basement, I'm like, I'm gonna make some fucking Lucky Charms. <laughs> I didn't see Lucky Charms coming uh, into this big Oh, one. yeah, no, it's not food, so you might as well Smoking go all the out way. out an oil can, it's just, that's cancer. I mean, oh, that's how, that's for sure. I mean, unless you can't get cancer. <laughs> he might unless you're so, unless you're vinegar and things just won't grow inside of you. I'll <laughs> oh, just camel up. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> the water is the most dangerous thing happening to him. <laughs> but he's like, I'm going to cut into this thing, see what's in He starts in there. drowning. He just inhales the entire pool. So I'm just like emptying cereal out as he pulls out this Foster's can and he grabs a bread knife and he just starts cutting this oil can in half. And dumps it out, and it is like black tar heroin, basically. It is like this sticky brown mound. It's all the all the grack that he had smoked that had fallen through his crudely knife-punctured fucking bowl screen and had been subjected to all of the resin. Oh, my God. So he cuts this open, dumps it out, prepares a new oil can. Uh, this one's toast. <laughs> Got to get a new one loads a bowl of this smokes it immediately projectile vomits into the sink <laughs> he's like oh that was a bad idea buddy <laughs> like all right i'm gonna finish making this bowl of cereal 
it all happened in like 25 <laughs> seconds. It was a man's terrible ideas. That's like You'll- that episode of The Office where everybody's barfing and then it pans to Creed and he's just like eating his soup in the yeah, corner. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, the bat being loose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The other the other quick aside I'll tell before we get out of Jake's hair here is uh, Mike is also just a puker. He's just one of those guys. So there was a time where my brother and his friend were smoking hash. They were trying to hide it from Mike because, not because they didn't want our dad to catch them, because they didn't want Mike to smoke all the hash. <laughs> hide it from him. He's a goddamn degenerate. <laughs> he comes up. He's like, you guys smoking hash in here? Like, he hears it. Like, his spidey sense for hash goes off. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we're smoking hash. They hand over the pipe bowl to him. He smokes it, immediately pukes, runs off, disappears for the night, and they're just sitting there holding this pipe bowl going... <laughs> Is this hash okay? <laughs> uh, that's it for my mic story, so. Uh, well, been another fantastic episode, folks. Thank you for joining us for episode seven. Uh, I think it's been a pretty good one. Don't have to trim too much fat. Uh, that hurts I, been horrible. <laughs> it's like burp straight into the mic. Uh, don't have to trim too much fat, I hope. <laughs> As we have to redo the outro. No, and, going. uh... But yeah, thanks for tuning in again. Uh, Episode 7, it's been a hoot. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Bucks and six. Bucks and six.